Welcome to NoSpinHomilies.com. I invite you to join me to reflect upon the homilies of Father Dan. Father Dan will challenge us to open our heart, mind, and soul to the Word of God. Father Dan will draw upon sacred scripture along with art, literature, and the lives of the saints to help us grow in our love and knowledge of the scripture. In doing so, we can become the living Word of God in this world. Now it is my pleasure to present to you No Spin Homilies. St. Benedict once said, Show me how a person spends their time, and I will tell you exactly who or what they worship. There's a person that is preoccupied with money, not just with making money, but with their investments and the stock market and the economy, all for the express purpose of adding to their wealth. They can't think of anything else but money and increasing their own personal wealth. Well, we pretty much know what they worship. Or there's another person that's constantly preoccupied with their status in society. They're constantly thinking whether people like them or not, obsessing if they're being noticed, wondering if people think highly of them. You know, did I rate highly in the meeting yesterday? How do the people think of me at the party last night? They're constantly obsessed about themselves. Well, we pretty much know who they worship. Or there's a person that's concerned about living the virtuous life, recognizing God is at the center of their life, and they're living their life by that. Well, we pretty much know who that person worships. Well, in the sacred scriptures for this weekend, we see how people are spending their time. And in doing so, they are ready and willing to accept the call from God. With that in mind, go to the first reading. We hear of the prophet Amos. Now, we don't hear from this prophet Amos that much in liturgical year. In fact, he's kind of an obscure or remote prophet. But nonetheless, we hear from Amos maybe a few weeks throughout the liturgical year. And we do hear from him. His words are powerful. Notice what he says. Amos answered Amaziah, I was no prophet, he said, nor have I longed to be in a company of prophets. I was a shepherd, a dresser of sycamores. The Lord took me from following the flock and said to me, Go and prophesy to my people Israel. Well, Amos admits from the very beginning, he admits he's no prophet. Now, if you look at the history of the Israelite nation, the prophets generally were men that were part of a religious establishment. These were men that were formally trained in education of matters of the Torah, which is the law, tradition, and customs of Jewish faith. But Amos, from the very beginning, admits he never received this type of training. He admits he's an ordinary guy, just like you and me. It says he's a shepherd and a dresser of sycamores which means he's a tree trimmer. Amos, nonetheless, he accepts the call from God. But better yet, it is God that calls him. Amidst all the people in Israel, all the people that probably are better qualified for Amos, God chooses Amos. Now, why is that? It's because Amos spent his time with God. 
Amos was with God in prayer, in worship, in how he lived his life. And that's what God wanted from Amos as well as from a prophet. And that's why he chose Amos. Now, despite thinking he is unqualified to be a prophet, Amos trusts the Lord and he says yes. Now, with that in mind, turn to the gospel. We hear the same thing happening. God calling the apostles, calling them into ministry. It says, Jesus summoned the twelve and began to send them out, two by two, and gave them authority over unclean spirits. He instructed them to take nothing for the journey but a walking stick, no food, no sack, no money in their belts. They were, however, to wear sandals, but not a second tunic. He said to them, Wherever you enter a house, stay there until you leave. Whatever place you do not welcomes you or listens to you, leave there and shake the dust off your feet and a testimony against them. So they went off and they preached repentance. The twelve drove out many demons and they anointed with oil many who were sick and cured them. Now, the apostles, just like Amos, were common people, just like you and I. They were not schooled in manners of faith. They were not trained to be great speakers, especially public speakers. But nonetheless, they accepted the call and they went out and they were successful. And they were successful because they spent time with God. Again, show me how a person spends their time and I will tell you who or what they worship. The apostles were with Jesus for days, weeks, and months before they were sent. They listened to him. They ate with him. They learned from him. They believed in him. And now they were equipped. Equipped and sent. Sent on evangelization. So too with us. At the moment of our baptism, our lives were joined to the life of Jesus Christ. And we recognized that from that moment forward, we spent time with God. Every time we pray, praying every day, we spend time with God. Every time we come to Mass, every weekend, we spend time with God. Every time we volunteer at our parish or perform the corporal and spiritual works of mercy, we are spending time with God. And God sees that and knows that. And we are properly equipped, just like Amos and the Apostles. Take it a step further. When we were baptized, part of the ritual is we had to promise, or our parents promised for us, that every day we are to live out our baptismal roles as priest, prophet, and king. As priest, which means to sanctify, we are to make sure that we live a holy life. And not just us, but we help others around us try to live holy lives. King, kings lead, and therefore it's important for us to lead people to God. Prophets, will they preach the word? Well, we have to do the same thing. We have to preach the word to people, and if necessary, use words. Actions speak louder than words. And so we do that. We are prophets in our own little corner of the world. Our own little corner of the world exists in our families in our neighborhood, places at work. We bring the word of God to our little corner of the world, especially those people that need to hear that word. 
Like Amos and the apostles, we don't feel that we are properly trained for this. Many of us have not taken theological courses or classes. Many of us have not been skilled in public speaking. But nonetheless, we have spent time with God in prayer, in worship, in service to God. And in doing so, God equips us, just like he does with Amos and the apostles. He sends us out to proclaim the word by word and deed in how we live out our life. And see, this is what Paul is getting at in the second reading. Paul says, In him, being Jesus Christ, we were chosen, sealed by the promise of the Holy Spirit. Through the sacraments of baptism, the Eucharist, confirmation, we are fully equipped, and now we are called to be the prophet in our own little corner of the world. Now you say to yourself, well, I can't do that. You know, that's the job of the priest. That's what they go to school for. That's their job. I can't do this. If I were to be a prophet, I can't stand in a street corner on a soapbox and be preaching. The police would lock me up. Wrong. John Paul II, throughout his papal ministry, always called all Catholics, both clergy as well as laity, to be prophets in the world. Pope Francis continues that same theme. He calls on all Catholics to be 21st century prophets, to preach the word of God to the world by simply our conduct, how we behave, how we live out our life. Remember the old theme, actions speak louder than words? Well, that is so true. And that's what Pope John Paul II and Pope Francis recognize. And that's what we can all do, just like Amos and the apostles. St. Francis of Assisi always told his monks, preach the word of God every day of your life, and if necessary, use words. Like Amos and the apostles, we don't feel qualified to become prophets, but regardless of our background, like Amos and the apostles, we are equipped because we have spent time with God in prayer and worship. And now, properly equipped, we accept that call. Like Amos and the apostles, we go out to our own little corner of the world, in our families, our neighborhoods, our places of work, and we bring the word of God. We bring the presence of God, especially to those people that need to see that presence in their life. And how do we do it? By simply how we conduct ourselves, how we behave, how we live out our faith. Actions speak louder than words. We don't have to say one word. All we have to do is live out our faith. And people will notice. And people will see that like Amos and the apostles, we too will be successful in bringing, leading people back to God. And may the grace and the peace of Jesus Christ Rest upon you always.